Previously on Smart Mobility Today, we focused on efforts to grow the EV workforce, hydrogen-powered flight, enhanced tomatoes, and Hubble getting photobombed. This week's show includes some news about the downsides of an EV, an intelligence field that is not artificial, robots fighting climate change, plus a drone comes to the rescue. You've got something to say, and we can help you say it. Detroit Media Productions is here for your audio, photography, and video needs. DetroitMediaProductions.com Hi, this is Cindy Polakowski. Many of us who are still driving vehicles with internal combustion engines think about purchasing an EV. No more tailpipe emission, no more gas station visits, right? And I think we balance those positives against some unknowns like driving range or the size and reliability of the still evolving charging network. A recent piece in Business Insider presents another unpleasant issue to weigh. Your insurance is going to cost more. Of course, the obvious reason is that expensive vehicles cost more to insure and EVs in general are more expensive. On top of that, they have expensive parts, especially the battery and all of those electronic components and sensors. As an example, a damaged EV battery, in addition to the cost of the replacement part, requires specially trained and highly paid technicians. According to State Farm, a typical EV battery repair will cost somewhere between five dollars and $15,000. Balancing those higher costs against the overall lower costs of EV ownership is the trick, but it's a balancing act that many of us will have to deal with soon. Before we leave the topic, here's another consideration when thinking about an EV. According to Dark Reading, the growth of the EV charging infrastructure is matched with the rise in cyber attacks exploiting the new system security weaknesses. Examples of risks in the last month include vulnerabilities discovered in the Open Charge Point Protocol. Those weaknesses, for example, invite denial-of-service attacks that are good at stealing sensitive information. Plus, researchers at the Idaho National Laboratory have discovered that every charger they examined was running on outdated versions of Linux. Again, exposing vulnerabilities that invite bad actors. Want a real-world example? One year ago, after Russia invaded Ukraine, Hacktivists compromised charging stations near Moscow to disable them and display their support for Ukraine and their contempt for Russian President Vladimir Putin. Maybe as an answer to these risks, it is good to hear about some new research efforts to focus on connected vehicles. Former Wayne State University professor Wee Song Shi this week announced the establishment of a new five-year NSF ECAT Industry University Cooperative Research Center. The program is focused on electric, connected, and autonomous technologies for mobility and is funded by the National Science Foundation. The center involves researchers from the University of North Texas, Clarkson University, and Wayne State University. Their goal is to, quote, build a world-class industry university research center for sustainable mobility technologies. The Powering Electric Vehicles campaign features industry leaders and experts. Running through the spring of 2023, the program will feature informational and educational content, as well as a May networking event. More at globalautomobility.com. Siemens Mobility is building a passenger rolling stock facility in Lexington, North Carolina. The investment will increase the company's manufacturing capacity and is expected to create more than 500 jobs. 
The $220 million facility will sit on 200 acres, and Phase 1 will manufacture venture coaches as well as serve as a locomotive and passenger coach overhaul facility. The $220 million facility will sit on 200 acres, and Phase 1 will manufacture venture coaches as well as serve as a locomotive and passenger coach overhaul facility. When the facility begins operations expected in 2024, New technologies will include robotic welding, 3D printing, and virtual reality welding training. And the facility will be carbon neutral, an important part, according to the company, of their commitment to sustainability. For those who are concerned about climate issues like flooding and wildfires, maybe they are holding the real culprit in their hand. As we all reach into the cloud for pictures, music, or medical advice, the mounting environmental cost of maintaining the supporting data centers is considerable. So it is important to note that in a recent paper, MIT researchers predict that by 2050, the energy consumption and emissions driven by AVs will be comparable to the data centers today, which is 1% of global energy consumption and 0.3% of global emissions. So unless addressed, AVs will increase emissions. In order to reduce this future carbon footprint, the computing systems that run AVs, including smart sensors, will need to be more efficient. A University of Washington professor and machine learning and robotics expert has launched a company focused on off-road autonomous vehicle technology. Seattle startup Overland AI aims to help companies that use ground vehicles in complex terrain address safety and labor shortages. According to CEO Byron Boots, Overland AI believes that autonomy is not just for roadways and warehouses. How the new company is also connected to the U.S. Defense Department or who the investors are is not clear today. Professor Boots is the principal investigator of the University of Washington Racer Team, one of the three research groups involved with DARPA's Robotic Autonomy in Complex Environments with Resiliency or Racer Competition. We hear a lot lately about AI. Some of it sounds great, some of it sounds disturbing. But what about intelligence that is not artificial? How could our gray matter be used in the way we think about using AI? A research team in Baltimore thinks that computers powered by human brain cells are in our future. A new field called organoid intelligence involves lab-grown tissue that resembles organs. These three-dimensional structures, termed organoids, are usually derived from stem cells and have been used in labs for nearly two decades. They have functioned as stand-ins for human organs and have allowed for testing that avoids harmful tests of people or animals. The potential is in connecting these cell cultures to non-human technology because they contain neurons that are capable of brain-like functions, forming a multitude of connections. The scientists involved refer to them as intelligence in a dish. We will be right back. Freelancers, gig workers, and entrepreneurs are creating the future of work. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter at workshifter.com and follow us at Workshifter on social media.
Some smart dairy farmers are working to get the support of legislators and investors for a new family-generated innovation that could help in the fight against climate change. Ten years ago, the farmer in question installed a facility called an anaerobic digester. It produces what is called renewable natural gas, or RNG, created as manure and other organic wastes dumped into an anaerobic digester and heated. The process accelerates the growth of the microbes within the waste that breaks down the organic matter and releases methane. As the methane is released, it is burned, generating electricity and waste heat, which is also recycled. One of the family inventors, Denise Bartstow, describes the digester as an enormous mechanical stomach. It produces enough electricity to power 1,600 homes and to offset the farm's carbon hoofprint by 85%. The heat generated by the process is fed back into the digester to keep the process going, and it provides hot water to eight houses on the farm, replacing heating oil or propane as a heating source. In 2017, a tech firm in India introduced a robotic arm that could perform RT a Hindu ritual in which a practitioner offers an oil lamp to the deity to symbolize the removal of darkness. This particular robot was unveiled at the Gunpati Festival, a yearly gathering of millions of people in which an icon of Ganesha, the elephant-headed god, is taken out in a procession and immersed in the Mula Muta River in Pune in central India. Since that time, copies have appeared, and some of those continue to regularly perform the ritual. A new horizon in human innovation that will lead to the betterment of society? Hmm. Others worry that using robots to replace religious worshipers might be a bad omen. Finally, in Oregon, a man who was stranded in the snow without cell service had to get creative. The motorist vehicle got stuck in snowy conditions in the Willamette National Forest, and he could not get a signal to call for help. However, according to Lane County Sheriff's Search and Rescue, he saved his life due to a pretty smart idea. Luckily, he had a drone in his vehicle, so he wrote a text message to a friend, affixed the phone to the drone, and then locked the drone several hundred feet into the sky. Once it was in cell range, his text got sent. Rescue teams were alerted, and the stranded motorist was located and rescued. A second motorist, who had been stranded for days, was also found and rescued due to the drone-savvy tactic. Read these stories and more at globalautomobility.com and subscribe to Smart Mobility today on your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to receive our weekly newsletter and follow us on social media at Smart Mobility Today. Produced by Detroit Media Productions, this is Smart Mobility Today.